Young and pruned. And welcome to Old and Dusty. I'm Anthony. I'm Ashley. And we are siblings. We're happy and we're singing and we're, we're colored. colored. Da, 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 da. Give, Give me, me a, a high, high five. five. Um, I realized last week that we just jump into it, which I love, but just uh, I want to say thank you to anyone who's tuning in for the first time or returning. The all we do is we talk shit. Um, we talk shit about an old cartoon, a cartoon from our, ch- our childhood. We relate it to our childhoods and <laughs> sometimes trauma and therapy. Um, and then most of the time. It, yeah. And then we end with uh, so it's analysis of an, of, of an episode. And then we end with any closing thoughts that we have. Um, so that's it. That's what we do. You know, um, is there anything I forgot, Ashley? I just want to, you know, knowing now that this is episode three and people have enjoyed episode two, now we'll drop on Tuesday and this is episode three um, and people have been enjoying it. So it's like good to know that we're actually, you know, whether it's a handful of people or it's millions, <laughs> it's a handful. I mean, the um, fact that any one person is enjoying this brings me joy. It, it sparks joy for me. Yes. That there's somebody out there that thinks that my voice isn't the most annoying thing in the world. Because right now, anytime I, and we don't really edit that much, but you know, Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I do and I hear my voice, I'm just like, Oh God. But like I said, shout out to my homegirl, Chris, because one of the things she said is that, you know, siblings often do sound alike. And so if you don't like your voice, you don't like my voice. So what are you trying to say, Ashley? What are you trying to say? Want to fight about it? No, I don't actually. Okay, all right. I don't either. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's just a little, a little introduction. Um, who we are, you find out as we're talking. But um, yeah, we're in our thirties. We're black. Uh, I'm queer. She's a lesbian, and um, <laughs> we're doing this damn thing. We're doing it um, for fun, for friends, for family. Did you make? Um, while we're on the topic, Ashley had her her friend visiting, Lorenzo who we referenced in the last episode. Did you make him listen? Has he listened willingly? No, I have not uh, subjected him to that yet. Uh, I, I, sent, I sent him the link, you know, and I yeah. was like, here it is, you know, if you want to listen to it or whatever. So uh, unlike you, I don't have that many friends. So it's like just him and like, one other person and that other person is our your friend as well so it's mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes i do have you know uh and and maybe we can talk about it when we're talking about the episodes i don't know where but um i do have a number of friends but the pandemic has taught me and a lot of my friends how much uh how different each of those friendships is, you know, um, like you have your core group of, of two specifically, it was a little larger before three, I guess. Once upon um, a time. Yeah. But you have your core group of two and then I have a larger group, but the larger group is of uh, more 
casual friendships and then I have a smaller group of uh, more intimate, you know, really cultivated friendships, but they aren't all, most of them aren't all connected. So it's a very interesting thing because I know a lot of people and I have a lot of casual connections, um, acquaintances, some people who I would consider friends because there is a, a difference. Um, but it's like, I have a I have a broader circle, but the circle's not as tight as yours, you know? Um, and that's not a that's not on my friends, that's actually on me. Um, and it's a very interesting thing I've learned in the last few years. And I think I talked about it before, how I've prioritized romantic relationships over um, friendships a lot. So mm-hmm. why, why your face looking like that? Oh, it's just, you know, it's just making me think. Mm-hmm. Just because I... In in my life, I've known a lot of people mm-hmm. and I've been cool with a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, mostly like, you know, coworkers and people I went to school with and stuff like that. And I don't even remember their names, <laughs> you know, like, um, like, like, it's like, oh, I really connected with this person. I remember that we talked about this, this, that, and the other. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just like who was that that I talked to? Like, I actually, uh, I was looking for something. I was looking, I think you sent me a net, uh, Netflix password or something. Right. Yeah. And I was yeah. trying to search through my text messages to find it. And, uh, I was like, huh, I wonder how far back my text messages go. They mm-hmm. went all the way down to 2017. And I was just kind of scrolling through and just like looking at all these names of these people that I used to kick it with, that I used to know that I used to talk to. And it's like, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing now. Mm. Anyway, it was it was trippy. If you if you can do that, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to kind of see like who you're talking to back then. 2017, that's a that's far back. I have probably back to 2021 because it was just 2021, but I periodically go through and delete them because as you know, I send a lot of memes and videos and they build up. And so what ends up happening is I have in my messages, it takes up a lot of space. And so I period- periodically go through because what I've recognized, I know some people who like keep all of their messages for eternity, depending on like who the person is. Um, and I've done that for like a situation where it was like, I need receipts, like a, a legal type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't actually go back and, and, and reread them. I know that about myself, so I don't keep them. But it's funny in your case, it's not that you go back and reread them you just like you just kept them because it's there's you know the the, going back and deleting messages feels like an airplane activity no when you're on the airplane and you're like you you're you've read all the books you can read or like to the extent that you want to you've watched all the things you can watch and then you start going through your phone and doing stuff and learning settings like that's Mm -hmm. the type of thing like you don't typically do it but i the only reason i do it regularly is because it builds up but i have some people who are like oh my god you deleted the thread and i'm like yeah because i don't go back and reread it you know what i mean like yeah uh i mean honestly uh i think it's just on a cloud that's why it goes back so far yeah. And I think it probably would have been further, but it was because I got the Pixel when I got the Pixel 1. Actually, no, it lasted even before that. As long as I've had an Android, I think an Android phone, I've had those messages. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. It's not like is I mean, it's not like I'm going through and looking at people I dated and looking at their messages. It, it mm-hmm. just was mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, wow, I have this uh And then I mean, you know, like I was looking for Cause uh, 
Anthony is so kind as to let me use all of the subscriptions, all of them. <laughs> so I just always look through uh, my text messages and see what the password was. Uh, because sometimes, you know, I clear my cookies or I'm on a different computer or something like that. So, um, but yeah, we are super off topic and we just started. I we love just it. started. I it's love great. It. Yeah. Also, before we jump in, I noticed that I was listening back to the podcast. So Ashley does the editing um, and I do like most of the graphics and social media things oh. and all, all and there's not that many. But um, but so I was listening back and sometimes when Ashley's talking and I'm not talking, you can hear Apple in the background just a little. You can hear <laughs> snoring if you depending on how high you have your headphones, you know, but um, OK, the episode. So. We continued with Doug and three felt like a good number. I think we're going to move on from this. We haven't decided oh, yeah. what, yeah. but, but this is Doug season one, episode three, the show that came out in 1991, the original Doug, not the Disney Doug. We clarified in the first episode. Um, and for anyone who's listening, whether you watch Doug or not, it doesn't really matter. But if you have, I, I hope you will relate, you know, to, to what we're talking about. And it'll rewatching these things, Ashley and I've talked about, like, we remember it's like you forget that you even saw this and then you see it and you're like, oh yeah, I do remember this. I remember moments of this. Um, mm -hmm. So the two episodes were Doug's Dog Day and Doug's Big Nose. Um, which one do you want to summarize, Ashley? I'll do Big Nose. Okay. So you go first. Cool. So Doug's Dog Day. Um, Doug is worried. Well, so first they, oh, well, okay. You know, I'm like summary details. Um, summary. I'm going to give you do a, a much better job than I did because I was listening <laughs> See, we listen to our own podcast because I was like starting to get self-conscious and I was like, man, I do a summary for about like 10 minutes straight. And then Anthony, okay, it was like a three minute summary. And then Anthony's like, all right, minute and a half done. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> I thought I was good at this. No, there's nothing wrong. You are giving a, uh, you're giving an in-depth summary, you know, and I'm giving a, a one-liner you know, summary. Um, so they're different. They're different. Um, essentially, Doug, uh, Doug's dog, Porkchop, goes, falls, falls. Well, first he just starts disappearing and Doug doesn't know where, what's happening, what he did. And then he finds out it's actually because of a dog, a female dog um, who is pink-ish, purplish, um, and has like this, this cute little haircut. Uh, but it, it becomes a whole thing um, where Roger, of course, is there and Roger is bullying Doug. But the whole point of the episode is that, you know, um, Porkchop goes on this date the date goes well, uh, but eventually Porkchop comes back and then sees that the lady dog, that female dog is on a date with another dog, a bigger dog, and his heart is broken. But what we learn in, in the spirit of what we were talking about earlier is that their friendship is always there, right? Like this was a romance that will happen that can last for however long, but the friendship that Skeeter, Doug, and Porkchop all have, because Skeeter was there as well, it's always there. So yeah 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 that's that's doug's dog date um anything uh, i missed in the summary you want to add ash oh in the summary i mean i think well i guess we can kind of go over in, in detail later but i, I think the main thing was you know doug was thinking that this uh poor chop was was uh sick like physically ill because he was like so in love so mm -hmm. you know struck by this other dog 
And then the fact that they go on the date and then they start dating and mm-hmm. then Doug never sees Porkchop anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just so very much true to life because that's what happens when your friend, you know, meets somebody and all of a sudden you never see them anymore. Yep. But it's just funny, though, coming from a kid's cartoon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Doug's big nose, which when I saw the title for that episode, I was like, remember, uh, what was his name? Uh, Marcel the Snail? Uh, Marcel the Shale. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yes. Yes. YouTube videos. He said that his his head is too big, (laughs) his legs. And, and, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, Doug's got a big nose. And I was thinking, compared to what? (laughs) Because everybody in this show has a massive nose. Skeeter has a big nose. Uh, the uh, assistant principal has a big nose. Patty has actually, no, not Patty. Um, the other chick, BB, has a big nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, to moving quote, on along. To quote Marcel the Shell, compared to what? Yeah. Yeah, that was just what I was thinking the whole time. So, uh, so basically, what happens is um, they got picture day, but they call it picture swap day because they do this very strange thing where they take school photos. And then they get a bunch of um, like wallet photos and they actually swap them with people. They sign them and give them to other classmates, which just sounds like a great way for somebody to get bullied to me. But uh, so, yeah, they have a picture day. And um, is Roger uh, Doug's neighbor? Like, does he live like right next to him or does he just show up at his place? I don't know. It seems like he's got to live close, but even if he doesn't, he 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 has a standing appointment. This is before Google Calendar, but in his planner, he's got a standing appointment to fuck with Doug. Um, it's funny. I just watched it, but I'm not entirely sure of the thing. I think what happened is um, Roger goes up to Doug and was like, yeah, funny, you got a big nose or whatever, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, he's self-conscious about it, but he's okay. And then he goes with Skeeter because Skeeter goes to pick up his little brother uh, from kindergarten or whatever. And <laughs> this kid apparently has not talked yet, has never said any words. And the second he sees Doug, he says, hey, big nose. <laughs> <laughs> this cute little blue baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was adorable. So then Doug's like super nervous about his big nose. And um, he starts to think everybody's thinking about his big nose. He's very self-conscious about it. At one point he goes to school trying to make his nose less big by dressing up with uh, uh, comically large ears. So he wouldn't look like his nose was that big. Mm-hmm. Eventually mm-hmm. he has to go and take the photo. Photo comes out. He looks fine. And he swaps photos with uh, uh, Patty Mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it was everything turned out okay. Shun- sunshine and rainbows for him. Sunshine I wish I had that. and rainbows. I sunshine. wish I had that. You know, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the sentence. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, that, those are the summaries. 
so let's back it back up. So Doug, like most cartoons, does the two episodes in, in one thing, you know, or two stories within one. Um, so in the 22 minutes, 11 minutes is for Doug's dog day, and then 11 minutes is for um, Doug's big nose. So from the beginning of Doug's dog day, um, <laughs> I was it was really cute because little Doug and Porkchop both were in diapers, which like, this is a boy dog. So like, it was, you know, girl dogs, like, or female dogs will be in diapers sometimes because of their periods like that's just you know and sometimes incontinence but uh to see a little boy dog and a diaper was really really uh really cute you know little well, and male then dog. he was riding him like mm-hmm. a horse mm-hmm. with cowboy boots which yeah yeah and that was a baby so it's a good thing it's a cartoon because all i could think of is like that little baby toppling over and just cracking their little skull because like you're not going like their heads are too big they can't walk yet you know what i mean and even when they walk it's they're wobbly they're three heads high humans are like six to eight heads like adult humans are six to eight heads high tall you know but when you're like three heads high you you top heavy and you topple over i you know that's just so (laughs) it just doesn't seem fair that you come into this world and you can't even hold your own head up. Humans, that's the wild thing about humans. We're very different from a lot of other species. You know what I mean? Like they'll come out, a deer will come out and, you know, like that scene in Bambi um, and, and they take a minute, but they get their legs, you know, they're wobbly, but they get their legs, but it is, it's rough, you know, cause some, sometimes the birds got to jump out the nest and not all of them make it. But from the beginning, they have the ability to do what they got to do to an extent, you know, we have, we are reliant on other humans for a number of years before we can go out on our own. You know, we have such a long period of such a long adolescence dogs after a year, isn't a dog like basically done with like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know this. I mean, my, my, you know, apples, apples 11. So, and I adopted her when she was eight. So I don't know, but all it takes is, is I think they start breeding them after like a year. Um, but yeah, anyways, it was cute. Little Doug and Porkchop. So we see, you know, he's writing in his journal like always. And we see that Doug, Doug misses Porkchop. Doug doesn't know what's going on. Um, and so then uh, before we get to the vet, we see that Roger is walking his fuchsia ass cat outside, which, mm-hmm. you know, cats can be walked. Um, this is a real thing, but he doesn't have a harness. The cat is just out. Um, and the cat also makes fun of Doug. <laughs> um so the cat is mean it's missing an eye it's like super like it's been through it yeah and then we see we see doug um he says sometimes roger can be such a pain and i wrote when isn't he i haven't seen a moment in the show where he's not a pain that that is his that's how he exists in the show so i'm like are there ever moments off off uh frame right where roger is actually a a kind human being because i don't see it roger's a dick all the time yes and i mean literally it seems like thus so far i mean you know we we haven't watched the entire series but in every episode so far doug's day starts off with roger coming out of nowhere and being roger and you know what ashley this is a really good lesson because you remember that episode, Ashley and I, Ashley put me on to a podcast called The Truth, which is fictional stories um, that are told with different actors. And so it's like a radio play, you know, and they, like, they had their 10 year anniversary too recently. 
And so the truth had an episode, actually, I don't, I think it was in the last year where someone, the idea was someone is really fucking with you. Like, it's like, oh, it's yeah, actually the today, this, the disruptors. They and did a so, sequel too. Yes. And that's what it, that's, this is a really good thing because sometimes it feels like really like this fucking coworker, my fucking boss, my whatever. It feels like those people are coming at us specifically. Right. And it feels cumulative because that's how we understand time. Right. So if we spilled our, I don't drink coffee, but we spilled our coffee or our tea in the morning and then there was traffic and then the boss was being this and all these things. Right. By the time we get to the end of the day, we're like, damn, I'm so sick. I'm so sick of this. And it just, why me? Right. And that's what it feels like with Doug, every episode, something's happening to Doug with Roger. However, it's a really good model of like, Roger does, <laughs> I really be cracking up her snore. She snores like a grown ass human. Yeah, she does. Um, yeah, she does. <laughs> but Roger's a, uh, Roger, Doug is a good model of like showing that it does affect him so he can feel his emotions, but eventually like at some point in the episode getting over it, right? So like this man gets under his skin is such a pain and he's then, a man by the way listen roger's a roger's man a grown that's man. not a child that is not a child um doug is a child doug funny yeah. and in the first episode at one point he he says yeah funny and like doug had, had not introduced himself as doug funny so what kind of recon research was was roger doing that he knew that it was the funnies who moved in like it's just i'm telling you they're neighbors and he saw their mailbox maybe Maybe. I mean, how else does he roll up? Because what does he does he wake up at like 5 a.m. and walk all the way over to Doug's place just so he could bother him? I think he's a neighbor. I think he lives with Mr. Dink mm. and it's a whole deal. But mm. Well, so I think that's you think he lives with Mr. Dink? I, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no way because Mrs. Dink would not take that shit. No, she would not take that shit. No. Tippy, she doesn't play that. Miss Tippy, Tippy, Tippy Dink. No, she doesn't play that. Um, so we're now, now, you know, Roger does his usual mean thing. And then I was thinking like, Doug really loves his dog because he has this fantasy, you know, every episode he has some fantasy or some nightmare, right? Multiple, usually he daydreams. Um, and one of the fantasies is switching his brain slash body with pork chop so that pork chop can, can be fine because he's so worried that he's sick, you know? And when he takes him to the vet, the vet's like, he seems fine. Just watch him, you know? Um, so it was, a he really, really is concerned. And it reminded me of, um, with Apple, you know, one time I took her, I took her to the vet because she had jumped off the bed and like, she hurt her paw, you know, like her, her, her wrist. And, and she, she's a, she's a dog who will like just push through it. But I noticed she was having pain and I just watched her. I limited her. Well, I did all the things you would do, right. That are common sense and, or there is no common sense, but I, the things that I felt were common sense. And then I looked some things up. Right. And then I take her to the vet the next day because it's still happening. And he's like, it seems like a sprain, uh, she, you're already doing what you need to do. She just needs to recover. She like, there's nothing I can really do, you know, like, and it, it's not bad enough that we need to x-ray. So you're good, you know? And I just remember taking her and I was like, I, I was already doing exactly what I needed to do, but I wanted like confirmation from the vet because I love Apple, my dog a lot, you know, and I'm just worried because she's older and her paw was hurting. But so when I, you know, when I was watching the fantasy of like the switching the brains and the bodies, I was like, man, this kid is really really dedicated and that's they set it up from the beginning because they've literally been with each other since they're both babies right which so makes that's like, sense because doug is apparently like 10 
Yes. And so that's like his his brother in a way, you know what I mean? Um, and so he's got Judy, Rudy, Tootie. What's her Judy. name? Judy. Judy. He's got his older sister, Judy. And then he's got, you know, the Doug, who's, who's basically like his, his brother um, from a different species mother. You know what I thought was interesting, too, was um, Doug has a lot of different characters um, in the oh. show. Oh, but like who he becomes. No, 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 no. I mean, different characters uh, in the cartoon. Oh, yes. Okay. And I was thinking about, you know, one of my actual favorite uh, cartoons, Ed, Ed, Nettie. Mm-hmm. I want to say in every single episode, one of their characters is mentioned at some point. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Doug, like, I mean, her, uh, his sister, Judy, she showed up in one episode thus so far, um, as far as we got in. And that's it. And then it's like, you don't see the other characters again, really. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because they just have this um, this pool of characters. That they, is that her? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I actually do hope the mic picks it up because it is so loud. And I hope that people at home, you know, wherever you're listening to the podcast can hear. That dog. Ooh. Speaking of like really caring about a dog and being like super anxious about him, mm-hmm. uh, I was dog sitting Apple. Oh, I almost told this story. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it happened. I was uh, I, Anthony was gone for like two weeks almost. Yeah, it was like the yeah. last day that I had her, and uh, I have I have aging poodles. So I have to soften their food. So I have this little plastic cup. I put their food in there and I put some hot water and I soften it. And um, I left it out um, because I'm used to poodles and I've never seen Apple do rip anything up ever. She's I've never seen her do it. She's a very well-behaved dog. So anyway, I went to a dentist appointment or something like that, came back and that whole container was all ripped up, like chewed up. Mm -hmm. And I panicked. Because I thought, oh, my God, she might have shards of plastic in her stomach. Oh, my God. So then I called Anthony and I was panicking and I'm like, should I take her to the emergency vet? And I went out there and the whole thing took a few several hours because of COVID. I had to wait in the car Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a line. And uh, that vet called me and said, yeah, I mean, she's fine. She's a big old pit bull. <laughs> she's a big old pit bull. She's fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. She's about 70 pounds. But the thing that concerned Ashley and, and concerned me was that it's a pretty thick plastic. Like it wasn't just like a little solo cup. It's like a it's a thick plastic. And so we were worried about like it upsetting her stomach and when she had to like, you know, uh have a, a bowel movement. And for reference, uh, this was a magic bullet bullet cup. <laughs> the yes. original one by the way that you've had for years yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah it was it was you know and then I the, I almost told the story when I was when I told the story about her wrist just now but the funny thing is our dad was like you're gonna take her to the hospital for that yep. <laughs> you know yeah uh, and it wasn't for lack of caring it's just like he understands that vets are expensive you know and I told Ashley I was like yeah take her you know like I I called I called like a vet line or something just to like 
make sure, you know? And then I was like, yeah, it just makes sense. So I was like, can you take her to the vet? Um, and at one point, I don't remember if I told you, but I was like, if I have to drive out, I will, because I just got back from the airport. I got to SFO and then I was going to drive home. But I was like, if I got to drive, you know, home's Oakland. But I was like, if I got to drive out there to see you, you know, like hour and a half away, um, I'll do it. But I was, there's traffic and I was like, really not wanting to. So I was hoping she was well so that she's well. And I was hoping she was well so I wouldn't have to like go pick her up if she had to stay at the hospital overnight, you know? Yeah. Um, and I knew you would do it, but I was like, yeah, it was it was scary. I think it was how much did it end up being like 375, 370? Something like that, I want to say. Yeah. 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 So it's not, it's not cheap. And it's and it was scary. And I and I remember I think I asked you actually, I was like, should we like, you know, be worried for her bowel movements? He was like, he was like, I didn't the doctor if I recall the vet said like she'll she'll probably pass it and so like watch for it in her stool but other than that she's a she's a big strong girl yeah be okay so you know but if it was cookie or marshmallow I'd be terrified they're small how much how 15 pounds 12 pounds each at most yeah yeah and marshmallow's smaller so he's like 12 yeah yeah so but yeah I mean you know Doug that's that that pork chop was his sibling for yes. sure well for and sure. so then we get doug net which i didn't i meant to look this up and i forgot i don't know what that's a reference to because he was like doug the detective this is why i was thinking you were talking about the characters that doug has like uh no 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 jack bandit, bandit. right and, yeah, or and the other man. ones are quail man but so he becomes doug net um i don't know if you just looked it up oh isn't it uh not or dognet excuse me he becomes dognet at when he's the detective it's like isn't it like dragnet or something that there's there's a there's an old uh show that's something that um why do i want to keep saying dragnet dragnet is something but not that. uh but yeah it's definitely some kind of reference to something but if we could just back up he oh, tried sure. to get he the ice cream man came mm-hmm. or ice cream person came oh yeah this was very interesting and he got a, and I wrote it. Yep. A peanutty buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the hell is a peanutty buddy? I don't know, but we know that ice cream in large amounts uh, is, in, in medium amounts even, is not good for dogs. Um, like they can, they can have a lot of things, but they don't need to be having a lot of ice cream. But peanut butter is okay as long as it doesn't have xylitol and some other things. So I was thinking, I was like, is this a... <laughs> What did she do this time? She just went, (laughs) but she's like, her eyes are closed. Like it's just, she just makes these noises in her sleep. And you, you know, you, you know that sometimes she will harumph while awake, but sometimes there's these large, you know, on her Instagram, I have like, I forget what it says, but I think it's like grunts like a pig because she really does. She really does. Um, But yeah. So I figured, I was like, is this a dog safe? uh, Ice cream? ice cream yeah. but either way whether it was dog safe or not it's a cartoon right i it don't melted. know it melted but that yeah. was the thing is even that favorite thing pork chop wasn't eaten because he was at the time so lovesick we didn't know but that's what it was he was so lovesick he couldn't even eat which uh is not unrelatable i typically eat but there have been times when i've like gotten to a, a, a fight with someone i'm dating or a partner and i've lost my appetite that is a real thing you know oh yeah i'm sure everyone has experience nothing nothing is worse than especially if like it just like you just bought some food or something and it just happened oh, and God. you're like 
I fucking spent all this money on some wing stop and you done pissed me off. Yeah. And now I can't eat it while it's fresh. Yeah. I'm double mad. We're going to have another fight. <laughs> there's <laughs> a so- the food I couldn't eat. Yes, there's a sound on TikTok and it sounds like a white girl and it like, you know, they mash up sounds and she goes, it's not the vibes. And then like, I won't do it into the mic because it would be loud, but it's like a stop and it like gets like bigger. And so, so it'll be like when someone touches me uh, who I don't know. And so then someone will lip sync it, you know, and be like, it's not the vibes. Stop. And, and that's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Um, it's not the vibes when you pissed me off, you know, um, and then I can't even eat my food. You know, the worst really, honestly, is when it's you. Like if you're in the wrong or <laughs> you did the thing and then you can't, that that's the worst, you know, because we can't control what the other people do, but we can control our own actions. And so when you're in the wrong and you're like, damn, I don't even want to eat anymore. That's, that's not it. No, that's not it. Absolutely um, not. Absolutely not. So, Doug, so you wanted right. to back up to the peanut butter. Peanut. But we, we think we agreed that it's some kind of peanut butter flavored ice cream. Yes. That's for some reason called peanut nutter. Peanutter. Peanutty buddy. That's what I wrote down. Oh, and then uh, going forward, back to the te- detective thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just want to clarify, Doug, in these... Um, fantasies and stuff like that he doesn't like turn into a man or look old or anything he's still like a little kid mm-hmm. so he's a little kid and he has this massive trench coat on mm-hmm. like literally like his shoulder <laughs> he, he looks like you know back in the 90s where you had shoulder pads and everything mm-hmm. that's what he looks like mm-hmm. in this giant trench coat <laughs> Yes. And he is tailing Porkchop. Um, and Porkchop is listening. I love this. Porkchop is listening to a Walkman, um, you know, which like if you're a younger listener, you may have heard of that. But like we actually had Walkmans growing up. I had like a, a, a we were a little older uh, or a little. Wait, no, he the, had one with a tape deck. Though. Yeah. Yeah. When um, I, I had one with a CD, uh, CD drive. Yeah. So we were, we were a little bit past it, but it was still the same family, you know, oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. like, like growing up, I also mom at one point had a pager and I wanted a pager so bad. Um, <laughs> I, I really did. I don't know why. I mean, it just looks cool. But so he's listening to, you know, a Walkman of sad music, uh, pork chop is, mm-hmm. and Doug is supposed to be tailing him, but then Funny enough, right? Uh, Doug gets distracted because he sees Patty Mayonnaise um, and he loves her. So he gets distracted from tailing his lovesick dog because he's in love with this girl. But who- hang on, though. He immediately, like within like 30 seconds, is like, because she invites him to go. Play- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. So we're going back to the beats that we've talked about in the first episode this game e-t-s yes yes uh this game that they're about to play that patty invites him to play Mm -hmm. it's called beatball oh i forgot about that yeah it's called beatball i actually rewinded it because i wanted to make sure i heard right it's not dodgeball it's not four square it's not tetherball it's beatball it's not baseball it is beatball um Basketball. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I'm so, so sorry upset. that I'm not sorry at all. I'm so upset. Um, point is, um, uh, <laughs> um, Doug knows, you know, it's homie over hose. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he tells Patty rain check and mm-hmm. goes to get his dog. He does. Bros then, before a hose. That's the phrase. I was like, what is the phrase? Oh, um, uh, no, I was thinking uh, Boondocks. You don't oh, remember that? No. That song? Homies no. over hose. Homies oh. over hose. Homies over hose. Yes. Boondocks <laughs> is the home a treasure to trove. <laughs> Yes, that was the that was the gay rapper, right? Yeah, that was him. yes, yes. That was such a good episode. Uh, wow, ahead of its time, ahead of its time, because oh, the yeah. girls the girls are still not out. We have Lil Nas X, and we have uh, in terms of like who's popular and out. We have yeah. Lil Nas X, and that's about it. Like people don't Pretty see much. Cakes the Killer like that, or you know, like a lot of Leaf, uh, Zebra Cat, or like there's a lot of people um, who are who you can know about you know i've sent you some of their songs before ashley but like the only popular one um which i love i was like he's actually he's dark skin too you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's not even like a popular light skin uh uh gay boy he's a popular dark skin gay boy named montero um we love that for him we love that. i i you know there's not many people i follow on twitter i mean i'm literally talking about less than 50 people Mm-hmm. And I follow him and I love it because everything he posts is just hilarious to me. He does have a bit of a troubled, uh, a troubled Twitter past, uh, p- potentially is, is there's, you know, there's oh. rumors of, but he's, he's doing better in one of his songs or, and rather than, but one of his songs on the album, he actually talks about like, he like basically is like, forgive me for, for the things I did, you know? Cause he's like, what is he like? 21? Yeah. He's young. He's really yeah. young. So most of the girlies, Doja Cat, Doja Cat, there's a sound on TikTok again, you know, TikTok, but there's a sound. And at one point Doja Cat, it's her voice. She's saying, she's like, stop being a faggot. <laughs> Why is that funny? It should be funny. It's so but... funny. And I don't know the context. <laughs> the thing at this point, like if you're in your, if you're, if, if you grew up with the internet in the way that they grew up with the internet, like we got it when we were in high school-ish, you know, um, maybe middle, uh, but like- Middle it, school is when I was on message boards and stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't the same internet they have now. It wasn't the same receipts. It wasn't the same, like you just, it was different. And oh, so- it was, Yeah, way different. The people who way are like different. 20 now, and like 25 and under-ish, right? All those people, they got some skeletons and it's just like- basically you got to apologize for what you did and or delete them tweets or whatever but it's not surprising when you find out that somebody's doing something like truly when she said stop being a faggot like i don't you know i don't care i don't give a fuck <laughs> you know what i mean the city well, girls are homophobic as fuck and oh really they, yeah they like they i don't remember if it was both of them or if it was if it was one of them one or both they were talking and they were saying like yeah well if my son was gay i'd beat him up right you know it was like really fucked up and yet they hang out with fucking Santana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. and they make, they make good music to pop your pussy, pop your pussy, pop your bussy, pop, pop them pots that you got. Okay. Flats. Yes. You know, whatever. Pop the it. flats. Yeah. You know, Wait, are the, we talking about white people when you said flats? That will well, be. No, because I, I'm talking about, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, uh, resurgence of black women who are like little booties matter so not just white people but sometimes sometimes but there's a difference between a shape yes and nothing yes 
there are there are fewer black women and black people who have nothing but they do still exist oh, no. in higher yeah yeah it's higher numbers than white people um but yeah there's wow yeah i'm so sorry i mean every, you know love your body you should love Correct. your body you should Correct. you absolutely should i'll leave it there so yeah. let's move on <laughs> I'll, I'll add to that. Love your body. Um, and what you're recognizing, and I think, it, you know, you didn't want to sound, come off uh, fucked up in saying it. But I mean, you're I already said it, so. No, no. But what you're, and this is a real thing, that there are societal standards of like what you're supposed to look like. And so if you are Black, for example, and you don't have at least a little shape, that is a societal standard we have among Black people. It's not even like, you know, like Black men have big dicks or whatever. That's not even this, like, that's a white people thing. Like, that's a white people belief, right? Because we know as Black people, they come in all shapes and sizes, yes, right? They um, yes, As people they were do. talking about, I don't know if you heard, Ashley, but the Nelly sex tape, um, people were talking about that. And he had like an average size penis. You know? Oh, yeah, but yeah. I remember. That became a whole thing, right? Like, and he's a nigga. Like, that's a Black man, right? Um, but anyways, the point that that you were alluding to is that it, it does matter, right? So it's not about you and your relationship to your own body, although that's important. But what you're speaking on is how fucked up we can be to other people about their bodies and what the societal standard is. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it, I, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, that's so messed up that it's like oh i'm making fun of you for having a societally uh standard regular size dick yeah like yeah. honestly i had sex with a guy with a massive dick mm-hmm. it didn't go well <laughs> it didn't go well it doesn't always like old. like like what like i mean okay i guess you know, maybe, maybe I have a very, very, very tiny pussy. I don't know, but it didn't work. Anthony. Even if you do, that shit is elastic, girl. It, it, it does stretch, you know, there's, there is an end, but the, the, when you are aroused, right. Um, it does actually change. Right. And so if you don't have enough, um, lube, if the person doesn't know what they're doing, right. Or if you're gay, or if, or if you're gay, or if you're gay, <laughs> you know, because because dick from someone who's not a man, in your case, someone who's a woman, right? Uh-huh. A strap in particular, that could hit, right? But dick from a man, mm, mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah, yeah, not gonna do it for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, all shapes and sizes, everyone's different. Everyone has their own preferences, and we shouldn't knock people for not having your particular kind of preference but i'm i'm sorry i am going to continue to talk about white girls i know it's it's double standard but i'm just gonna keep doing it talk about them talk about them (laughs) well and the thing about white girls is even when we talk about a white girl right like body shaming is not good period and when you talk about a white girl white girl still has everything else white girl's still white so even if she got a flat ass booty like a lot of these white girls are out here getting BBLs, right? Because now, now it's in to look like a black girl. Now it's in mm-hmm. to look like, you know, Sarchi Bartman, Sarah Bartman, the black woman with them big ass hips, a big ass ass, you know, who was literally shown uh, as a freak show, you know, when she was alive yes. and when she was yeah. not alive, they're literally showing her, her oversized labia and all this shit. Right. So like now, you know, now it's cute to look that. So ultimately, even if you are a flat ass white girl as, um, 
Jesus and Mero said um, they're on some show and they were trying to, one was trying to help the other. And he was like, flat back. And then the other one, went, Taylor Swift. And it was right. That's exactly what he was trying to describe. Like, cause she's like, he, or he said long back, I think. Like, because that's what she is. She's just a long back. Right. She don't got no ass, right? But ultimately she's still fucking white, right? And so it's like, you could talk about white girls and 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 they can go do what they want to do. And I remember, you know, the Sir Mix-a-Lot um, Anaconda, the, the, you may be able to quote it. I can only paraphrase it. Oh my God. Did you see that girl's butt? She must be like one of those, one of those rapper, rapper girls. guys, girlfriends. Um, and it's the idea of that is that her ass was too big because at the time white women didn't want a big ass. That was bad, you right. know, and now they want a big ass. And so it's ultimately girl <laughs> talk shit about them, my girls, because, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to say this in anyways, but yeah, do, do what you got to do. I mean, not that you got to do it, do, do what you're going to do, you know? Um, so, so, so yeah, so Doug Falls, uh, pork chop. <laughs> you didn't even say we're going to transition back to the show or anything. You just, so yes. Okay. Um, well, cause I'm sorry. I wanted to get to a point because yes, we were talking about technology and stuff. Yes. And I'm sure you probably saw this too. I did. Um, so yeah, Porchok, um, it's actually kind of this like girl next door type thing. This uh, female dog is <laughs> sorry. When I say female dog, I keep thinking bitch, but <laughs> true. technically that's what it is. Um, well, cause on discussion boards and stuff, they would like censor things sometimes. Mm. And or at least, I mean, I don't know back when I was on discussion boards, and if you put bitch, it would say female dog. It would change <laughs> it to that. So every time I, silly. Anyway, so she's uh, on the uh, the top um, the top floor, the looking floor. through the window. She's also, you know, walking around like a human. And they have this moment. And uh, then Doug walks back home, I think, and uh, runs into Mr. Dink. And this is when he has this ridiculous apparatus that's like monitoring his like heart rate and how many miles he's run. And it's like this, like, seriously, it's like he's wearing like a bomb vest. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it looked like. And what did you think it was? Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly yes. what I was like. I was like, Doug was ahead of the game. Uh, Mr. Dink was, yes. Well, but I'm at the show. Oh, yes. Yeah. In yeah. General. Yeah. That was a Fitbit. I wrote the Fitbit, but instead it's huge instead of a watch. Right. Like yeah. that's what I'm I'm wearing one right now. Um, and this is not advertisement for Fitbit because it's weird that I give all of them. You know, the thing about it is it, I felt weird about giving Fitbit all my biometric data, you know, that they get. And then I felt even more weird about it when Google got it because and I think I've said this to you before. Google bought Fitbit. Um, mm -hmm. I've had a Gmail since I was like. 14 you know the same one the same the one we be emailing each other on yeah I'm 32 now I'll be 33 this year that's a lot of data that they have on me you know and yeah. that's like only data that I know about there's a lot of there have been lawsuits and other things anyways you can't you can't run from it but yeah he has a big old bomb vest Fitbit so I did yeah. catch that I oh did yeah catch that oh yeah that's funny I actually have three different email addresses oh I have many but, oh, okay. but, yeah. but that one is the longest running one and yeah, it mine, was when yeah. Gmail was still beta testing um, you had to get a um, 
invitation. invite because mm-hmm. Anthony, you, you had to send me an invite so I could get on. Cause I was using, I think I was using Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo, Hotmail. Those were pretty popular. Um, I don't know where I got the invite from. Probably just, yeah. And then I don't know. We don't know where he got it from. Um, something awful. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I was thinking about that. We used to spend a lot of time on something awful and I'm like, that's probably where like a bunch of there's sure there's great people, but I was like, I wonder if there's a bunch of incels coming from there, you know? Because- well, I mean, most of them went to 4chan because mm. that's, that was an offshoot of something awful, right? 4chan? I don't think so. 4chan was, no, yeah, it was originally people that were with something awful and then they just went off because 4chan was like the anime thing. Oh, they became truly something off. And they, yes, they did. Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, hentai, which is uh, specifically like Japanese comic porn, right? Um, ain't nothing wrong with it. What's wrong is ugh, the, they, they, they do a lot of, they do a lot of wrong things within that um, regarding consent, yeah. regarding age, regarding a lot of, <sighs> but I will say if, if that is, if someone is going to harm another human, without their consent, right? Like that's something they, you know, specifically thinking of uh, pedophiles and I don't remember the word, but it's like a beophile or something. Um, it's that I think has, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it's just a different age group, right? But if 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 you, you know, going and, and getting some cartoon porn is what's gonna, you know, with someone who appears underage, if that's what's gonna stop you from harming a human, I would much rather you do that. You know, it's just like the sad thing is that we have this cartoon porn and people are still out there harming children. You know what I mean? Um, constantly. And I'm like, yo, like you, it's just sad. Yeah. I remember reading an article about this, uh, this group of people that were, I don't want to say pedophile because that implies that they actually have, um, you know, actually done harm to somebody. Just more like what they're attracted to is they're, they're attracted to children. And they basically had this group to get them to stop looking at underage porn, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was kind of crazy to me because, you know, like you hear somebody even say that word and you're like, oh, that, you know, there's something horribly wrong with you. You need to go to prison, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it was, uh, I wish I could remember when and where I read it, but it was really, it was just, it was fascinating, honestly, um, about how, you know, they were talking about how they're worried about going to therapy and talking about that because mm-hmm. they're worried that they're going to be, you know, um, put in prison basically. Yeah. So it, it was just, you know, it's just an interesting thing. I mean, just to your point of you would rather somebody see fantasy porn than try and actually enact that shit. Yeah. Well, and so if someone, I just Googled it, um, a pedophile is a person who is sexually attracted to children. Oh, it so is that. Okay. You, yeah. Just, I don't know if they self-identify as, I mean, some people do. I've heard some stories and, and I read back when I was on Facebook, there was a really good article about exactly what you're talking about, because if it's so, um, if folks are so worried about talking about it, even in, in psychiatry, even in therapy, right, then mm-hmm. they're not going to always, uh, they're, they're often going to be less likely to say to someone that they have harmed someone or that they even have these thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, it's a wild, it's a wild thing because it, there's a, a really good thread that um, the, what is, what is there at on Twitter, um, 
I think it's Shea Butter Femme, like S-H-E-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a really good thread about abolition, right? And about um, the idea of, because, you know, and we're getting wildly off topic, but, um, <laughs> and this is a reminder to put a trigger warning on this episode. For, yeah, I was just going to say that too. Um, but yeah, so this is a, this is a, my point is that one of the things they were talking about is that when we talk about abolition, right, one of the things people always say is, well, what about the rapists? What about the murderers? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And what about the pedophiles? Mm-hmm. Now, one, and to, to answer that question, they're living among us, right? Like that's, there's plenty of people in prison, right? Uh, who are in prison for plenty is not a good word. There are many people in prison who are in prison for those crimes, right? Um, but there's a lot of people living among us who do not ever deal with any punishment right and what they were talking about in this thread was that like if we never actually if if we say oh you know this abuser so by proxy you are also an abuser or you're an abuse apologist and this is not to say somebody who's saying who's defending their actions but somebody who just knows someone who's an abuser that means that that abuser continually gets isolated from community right and so they're essentially exiled and that is not good for any human and that only is going to produce more things and so they're like we have to make space for like if someone is an abuser, they also should have community, right? And mm-hmm. those people in their community should be, you know, finding ways to like whatever accountability looks like, finding ways to support that, right? But if you are like, well, you know, and this happens a lot on on Twitter where it's like, well, this person's abuser, so fuck them, which yes. Yeah. And right, uh, yeah. if you're like, well, you are still following this person, so this means this, this, or that. It's like, there's a lot of things that, that end up getting conflated, right? Um, in, in that, right? And so- to our point about, you know, pedophilia, if someone ever admits that, right. um, And then, and then someone, there's not just them, but it's the people around them, right. Who are also going to be implicated. Um, And so it's, it's a, it's a trip. We just really don't know what to do with humans, um, how to, how to actually address the root cause, because it's not like there's just five people who are attracted to children. There's many people, right? right. And then things like Euphoria comes on on Sundays, right? Euphoria, you haven't watched it, have you, Ash? Mm-mm. Euphoria's, you know, uh, have you seen a trailer? Mm-mm. Uh, it's about it's Zendaya. She's starring as oh, okay. a yeah. She's starring as a high schooler who's dealing with um, substance abuse issues. She she's like in rehab and then she relapses and all this right. Um, and she unfortunately um, has a lot of people around her who uh, are also just regular ass high schoolers doing some trifling ass shit. So it just gets worse. My point in bringing up before you though is like there are actors in between when they first got hired in between like 21 to like let's say 30 something. But there are actors who are portraying in the second season, there's been a lot of topless scenes and um I can't remember Sydney Sweet Sweeney. I think she's like 24, maybe 25, but she's topless and she's playing the 17-year-old, right? And when we constantly have these images, uh, whether they actually look their age or they look a little older, of you know, 17-year-olds fucking, right? Which a lot of 17-year-olds are actually not. Um, I, yeah. I I was, I was sexually active, but many people are not. Um, we we get this idea that everyone's fucking in high school. But that's the thing, right? Is you we see all these children, right? Or people playing children on TV, doing these things. And that doesn't help either. Right. And so if someone like that's, and that's the wild thing is that you, and I'm going to be done after this, but you, yeah. I don't know if you remember when Kylie Jenner turned 18 and right before she turned 18, there's like a countdown for no, her. No, for Britney 18. Spears too, right? 
I think there might have been one for Britney Spears, but yeah, I don't remember. I think that was sure. the original countdown. Yeah. And the thing is, what makes somebody, why are you legally an adult who can serve in, uh, you know, the United States Army and armed forces, but can't buy alcohol, but can legally in most states start fucking and be considered an adult at 18, right? What makes the difference between 17 and 300 and you know what I mean? 300 days, let's say, and then 18, right? And so like, and, and in porn, right? Most porn, if you go to websites, especially- Barely straight, legal. Barely legal is the yeah. thing. So it's like, to the point of like pedophilia, it is not okay to harm anyone. Uh, it's specifically what we're talking about now is harming children. And it's so scary because it's like, well, shit, what do you do if you are, and this is what the article was. And I think we must've read one similar because it's like, what do you do when you have these thoughts and your feelings and you can't even tell or you don't feel like you can even tell your therapist or your family because they're going to institutionalize you, even if you haven't harmed anyone yet, you right. know, um, because it doesn't have to be an inevitability. It doesn't have to be you harming people. People have attraction to all different all types kinds of people. Of different exactly. Yeah. And different things and never do it. Right. Um, but if you're acting on it or think you might act on it, you know, who do you turn to? You know, it's just like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's trippy. It's really trippy. I don't remember um, how we got here. Oh, I can tell you exactly how we got here. Trace it back. All right. So what happened was, is mm-hmm. we were talking about the Fitbit. And then mm-hmm. we were talking about how Google has all information. Then we were mm-hmm. talking about our first email addresses. Mm-hmm. And then you were talking about how you got the invite to go on Google. And mm-hmm. then I mentioned something awful. And then I mentioned 4chan. And oh. then we started talking about hentai. And see, this is our possible maybe HD going on here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I can, but we can trace it back though. We know how we got here. Um, so things I want to highlight real quick. I don't need to talk a lot about um, Skeeter. I'm gonna go from the end back. Skeeter okay. found his woman twin with pizza in the same outfit and everything, but yep. she looked like a white girl. Um, I don't know if you thought the same. I, I didn't give it you- much thought. She looked like a white girl to me. I believe versus, you. You know, Skeeter I believe looking you. black. And then um, uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny that the pink dog girly has a new dog who was a white and black spotted dog. Um, it just was silly to me because Porkchop is just one color, you know, and he's like bluish. Um, so it was a black and white spotted dog. You know what I mean? It was like um, a bold, like, like hefty dog too. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a bully breed. And then... Um, <laughs> conflict uh conflict resolution which i really appreciated um well let me backtrack skeeter said to doug i know patty makes you crazy a beet salad has the same effect on me because at one point uh yeah at at one point um although a beet salad can that's a really great place for beet and arugula and some other stuff that's a great place for beets to shine but my my point is that there's conflict resolution because doug had ditched skeeter at one point and then forgave like he was like i understand what patty does to you i forgive you you know what i mean you're here now right so it wasn't like a man f you because you left me it's like oh you know we can we can um it could be cute uh and -hmm. then Skeeter at one point said, get another pet, you know, and uh, Doug imagined a lobster. A lobster as a um, pet. And then I didn't know what barnyard chest was, but barnyard chest is chest with animal heads instead. I, um, I was curious about that too. Yeah. They played it. Um, oh, and then, okay. So three last things. Mm-hmm. Um, let me decide what these three last things. Uh, <laughs> 
I wrote Roger back to bully him at his own home. So this is the second time. Meanwhile, yep. Porkchop is leaving with the suitcase because Porkchop, you know, he, he was leaving. And He's it was because, with girl. yeah, it was because Doug gave him an ultimatum, which we never really want to do. It's really not, I don't want to say never. It's, it can be, that can be a ma- t- tactic of manipulation, right? Like it's either me or this, right? Um, so Doug, Doug gave him an ultimatum and Porkchop was like, deuces. Um, but what I thought was really cute is Porkchop had a little singing in the rain bit. Um, and Porkchop was also out every night and I wrote even in inclement weather. So even when the weather wasn't good, he was out seeing his baby. And then the last thing I'll say, I don't know if this was three, um, second, mm, this is four. Second to last thing is he was like, be home by 10, right? So after your date. And then the, the last, last thing I'll say is the dad said, good for you, son. I like a boy who worries about their dog. It shows maturity. And he was I reading, wrote that down too. I was waiting for you to say that. He was reading the newspaper at night, which is interesting because often it's seen as people reading the newspaper first thing in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was in bed next to his wife reading a book. Um, so that's all. That's that's what I got for that episode. Um, so I don't know if you remember, but wrinkles in the forehead was mentioned multiple times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, when you worry, that's the thing that you're worried about when you get older, older is the wrinkles in the forehead. That's mm-hmm. a very serious condition. It's very, very people that have it, you know, they're just like, I wish I didn't worry so much. Correct. Not the mental health, not the, you know, cancer, the physical things it does. No, just yeah. Osteoporosis. It's, it's the wrinkles. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the wrinkles. That's right. So Doug's big nose. Was oh, that? Do you have any other thoughts? Did you? No, have you any... literally had the same thoughts I did. So <sighs> clearly we're siblings. I mean, <sighs> I guess I could never deny that you are my sibling. It just it wouldn't happen. I was going to say we look too alike, anyways. <laughs> yeah. We. <laughs> what was one of the episodes? One of the joke names you had was almost twins because for a long time people were like, are they twins? Um, when we were young enough no i swear to god mom used to say they're almost twins i thought she, i remember her saying that a lot when we were younger i believe it i don't remember it but th- that's funny because 18 months difference well i guess with a 10 month gestation that's only eight months apart yeah so i mean that's that's pretty close yeah we're 18 months apart which is funny because it's i think 18 months and four days or 17 months and four days or something oh you did more math than i did and i'm supposed to be a stem major so. <laughs> <laughs> well i did it one time it was a while ago but only i only reason i mentioned that is because of the uh, our timeline of birthdays like because our dates are close to each other um so it's the months but i'm the 14th you're the 18th in different months obviously. you just mixed it up uh, excuse me, you're the 14th, I'm the 18th. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Am I, uh, you know, for the record, my birthday is also Pi Day. It is. So. It is. I was born to be a STEM major. <laughs> okay. Live Pi and prosper. <laughs> That's what they say, right? <laughs> um, I like the May the 4th be with you better. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I did the big compared to what? Um, so, oh, in one of the, uh, so in, in Doug's big nose, he has a, uh, one of those, uh, I keep saying fantasy daydreams mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Um, he's worried about his big nose. And like in this particular thing, his nose gets bigger. And somebody says, look at the nostrils on that thing. <laughs> Which, to be fair, when Mario was singing, um, 
god what's that song do you remember mario um our skin color maybe a little darker um mario mario let me be the one oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah people would talk about that nigga's nostrils so to be fair sometimes they do talk about people because they would flare when he was singing and he oh, had pretty, right he had a nice right. nose but he had some pretty big nostrils so, sure. so doug doug wasn't completely blowing it out of proportion he had a cute nose but you know people <laughs> do sometimes talk about nostrils <laughs> well there, there you go um, and then there is another, uh, and I'm sure you wrote this down too. But there's another daydream he has where <laughs> he tries to give uh, one of his pictures to Patty. Yes. And his nose gets bigger and points her, pokes her in the eye. Yes. And she says, Oh, Doug, your nose poked me in my eye. And then she says, Call an ambulance. Help. Help. <laughs> And then he says, forgive me, because he, he, yes. Yeah, that's quite, what. and the thing about that, that comes is. comes up again, too, actually. At one point, Roger, with his pointy-ass nose, has the audacity to make fun of fucking Doug's nose. I was like, you got this, you got this pointy-ass, I remember the first time, actually, I heard somebody call somebody pencil dick. I was like, that. <laughs> I was stunned. And that's what Roger's nose reminds me of. Roger, you know, you can have a long pointy nose. We love that for you. But because Roger's a villain, right? And he's he's shaped like that. He's got a, a pencil nose dick. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's what it's giving. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, Roger. But so you, one of the things you said that I thought was really interesting is earlier you said um, when you're doing your summary that you thought it was weird that they they uh, swapped photos. But I remember in middle school, I don't know if we did it. We did it a little in high school. I think when we graduated our senior year, we swapped photos. But we would, you know, mom would get us the packages of the photos and she would get like all the different sizes. And she kept most of the wallets to give to her friends. And this was back when we had wallets that had the, the, I don't know what you call it, but the thing that had the plastic, do you know what I'm talking about? It was an insert and it had- Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you'd have a bunch of different wallets often of your kids. Yeah, because it was a little, uh, you would open the wallet and it would flap out and there would Correct. be a bunch of different spaces for, for pictures. Yeah, yeah, and it would fold out and then you could fold it back in. Or they that. used to have a photo wallet, which was just the wallet that had a bunch of photos in it. Yes. You remember those? Yes, I do. Yeah, wow. I forgot until you said it, but yeah. Um, but so we would, we would trade photos with each other, but we didn't really write much on it. We would write in each other's yearbook every year, but it was just like, you'd write the year you'd like, write Thanks or love you or miss you or whatever on it. Um, and we didn't call it photo swap day. It was like photo, you get the photos, you know, uh, you take the photos and then they give you, you know, what's so funny. I didn't think about this as a kid, but they used to give us some wretchedy ass little fucking, uh, the little black combs that are not made for our hair like if our hair is short enough we could use them but you remember oh, they yeah. would have the yeah. little combs and they never had a comb that was really actually for our hair but it didn't matter because like that when it was picture I day I just threw them away because i never used it yeah and when it was picture day mom was like you're gonna go to school and you're gonna look very presentable right and so like mom would do your hair and make sure mine's cut and everything um so it didn't with really the line gotta have the line with the line um yeah but but yeah so we would swap photos but it would be like it wasn't like a big you know you said like that's a, a, a easy scenario for somebody to get bullied um in elementary school and in but oop doop sorry that was um, my phone it's okay in elementary school and in middle school we did we did swap photos but it was like I remember it mostly being not a secret, but it wasn't like a, everyone's going to get together. And if you are with other people and you don't get photos, you're a loser. It was more like, you know, like before class and passing period at lunch, you do it. Um, 
And I was going through some stuff recently and found some photos from people, photos from senior year of high school, which was like, damn, like, I don't talk to most of these people anymore, you know, and I have these photos. And so I, I ended up getting rid of them, you know, but I was like, I kept, I held those for a long time and didn't even know because it was like in a box somewhere, you know? Well, you know, what's funny is, uh, I think uh, I I sent you a photo photo of it, but Mm -hmm. um, our dad uh, found this box of Anthony's stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) there's a couple of uh, papers that say certificate of achievement (laughs) from like middle school and stuff in there. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know they still had this stuff. <laughs> I didn't know either until you sent me the, the the picture of that box y'all found. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of good. Anthony had a sidekick, too. Oh, yeah. They were one of those kids. I was stunting with the sidekick. And yeah. I paid for that myself because at the time I was working for Pac Sun. Um, and oh, I, saw, yeah. I saw a meme or I was listening to something. You know, it all gets jumbled nowadays. But um someone was talking about like how phones used to like they'd break but they wouldn't break the glass wouldn't break because there usually wasn't that much glass the phone would like fall apart and the battery would like pop out and yep. the sim card would pop out and that you could put it back so together it was really actually very easy to put back together nowadays it's not they're so fancy they're little computers that you can't do that you have to take it in well most you have to take in to get repaired um because even yeah most because even androids which are uh more technologically advanced than than iphones in many ways you still have to usually take it in um because it's just so small there's so many things that they fit in these things that fit in our hands i mean my little nokia uh when i was in middle school oh the brick i love the brick i dropped that thing so many times they were indestructible they it kept on working you could keep playing snake you can get uh, terrified see. if you hit that little web button because the data cost of it. Oh, God, that was stressful. <laughs> data cost. Back when text, you had to pay per text. Oh, my God. And You know, I had a BlackBerry torch, too. I was like the only person like rocking a BlackBerry for a minute. <laughs> we were we were trendsetters. Wow. Wow. And oh, I had a, I think at one point I think I had a Dwayne Wade sidekick the one that you have i think uh at at dad's place that one is like the regular gray one but i had a Dwayne wade one which is so funny because i think i got it because i like the colors because i don't i've never followed basketball i i've only recently really been aware of who Dwayne wade is like really because of gabrielle union you know what i mean so, like, i don't even know who you're talking about right now <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> exactly um Yes. So I, um, I want to, so in terms of some, some big moments from the episode that I really enjoyed, uh, Doug imagined Patty giving him all of her photos, one for each day of the year, which the cost of that would be very expensive. Um, cause them little, them little life touch lifetime, whatever photos they weren't, they weren't cheap. Um, they weren't, because you know we had to like fill out the little packet and give it give it back it was a hot mess yes uh he had another daydream this time a nightmare and he was a little cute baby right with his mom so they saw his enormous nose and they ran for the hills because the (laughs) nose was growing to the size of pork chop's whole (laughs) snout it was it was it was it was wild and then when he came in with the huge jacket huge fake ears and blue glasses to distract from the nose which kids do like i remember wearing bigger clothes right to like that was like you know uh mom's idea right if you were i used clothes. to wear handy downs from you guys uh, yeah, but from the, you I, and tommy 
the idea was for us that they don't we look we look bigger because we were always small oh, kids yeah, we look yeah. bigger because we're wearing bigger clothes but in many ways it can make you look smaller you know what i mean uh because you can see my little skinny legs <laughs> in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of those big old jeans uh, um and then at one point someone says i don't i don't know um i don't know who says it but someone says wow a nose with a college degree cool man <laughs> oh it was, it, was, it was skeeter but it was in i think his nightmare because it was, his like, nightmare. It was his, he was thinking like he's gonna graduate and he's just gonna be this nose but you know the nose knows so those are some of my uh those are some of my early ones besides the one that you said ashley the the your nose poked my eye out um the uh one thing that i did want to mention during that episode was when they were eating lunch and doug was very self-conscious he was hearing nose jokes in every single sentence yes they were eating beets that's correct just beets there's nothing else it was just a plate of beets and they don't even have a, like an assortment of beets it's always red beets every single time how, how many other color beets are there oh uh, at least three what are the colors i thought they just came in red oh, there's a yellow one there's a red one and then there's a um <gasps> there's like deep deep purple ones that we makes to... sense because in mario you pull out a beet and there's like a white or is it a radish i don't know but it's white i think it's a radish it might be a radish um, I cut you off. You're going to say you used to. Oh, when I worked, we would, um, the way we would make the beets is, you know, obviously we'd scrub them, clean the moss, and then we would put them on a bed of salt yes. and then cover them up in um, parchment paper and uh, foil and just put that shit in there like for good, mm. like hour or so. And the beets would come out and they'd be so good and easy to peel too. Like it would just come right off. Uh, you know, Oh, please continue. Oh, and then, then we just used it for beet salad. Um, I haven't done that. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I would enjoy it. I, I think my thing is raw beets. I don't like that much. So maybe if I cook them, I don't know that I've cooked them. Raw, often. If you're going to have raw beets, it, it's like a radish. You have to shave it really fine. Like you got to either, have, you know, use a mandolin. Yeah. Or, um, or, you know, if you got good knife skills, just slice it nice and thin. Because otherwise so it's just going to be super crunchy and... You know, it has a lot of natural sugar in it, but when you cook it, that stuff actually kind of will caramelize a little bit and actually yeah. taste it. The flavor will be there. If you're just eating it raw, then it's just, I mean, I love beets, but it, it'll, it'll kind of taste like dirt, not in a bad way, but yeah. it just, it'll yeah. taste earthy. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so the, for folks listening, Ashley, uh, the one who last week was like, I don't have enough life material to, to talk about my life experiences. Um, Ashley went to culinary school once upon a time and worked as a chef uh, for a while. And I remember one time we saw her in Napa um, and we went to this restaurant and you had like, it was like a fancy restaurant, you know what I mean? And it was well, like- Well, my background is fine dining. That's basically all I ever did. Yeah. And we, it, we you had like, it was giving charcuterie, but like on another level, it was giving <laughs> shark coochie like 2.0 because you like, it, you had like this. And I think at the time I was still eating. Yeah. At the time I was still eating meat. Um, and so like you had us like, it was like pig, uh, be like pork belly plus like, like something else. It was like probably, each week, um, each week it was something different. And I think y'all yeah. had fresh pigs that week. Yep. They so would like, bring in, they would bring in a whole pig every single week. And I used to love it because I would get there early because I was actually an extern there, um, an unpaid extern. 
but I Which, loved it. There. Can you can you describe because you described this to me when we were like 20. I don't remember what what is the extern versus an intern. Or you don't have to you don't have to know what an intern is, but can you tell me what an extern is? Because I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, honestly, this was in like this is like a decade ago, so I don't remember exactly uh, what it meant. From my understanding, it's uh, it was a shorter period of time, and it also like wasn't through the school. We all had to like, like literally, we were looking at our own oh. different places. It wasn't like the school was saying, "Okay, you can go here, you can go here, or whatever." I don't know what an extern- internship is, but for us, we had to go on our own to find somewhere, and I actually kind of dragged ass on mine. And uh, didn't find an externship until like right before I needed to. And um, yeah, it was this. Uh, hell, I'll tell everybody. It's called a notary. It's in Napa. It's fucking amazing. The mm-hmm. my mentor that was there no longer mm-hmm. works there anymore. He actually owns another restaurant in Napa now. Um, what was it, Miniashi? I think, which is also really good. Um, but yeah, I worked at a notary for that externship. Uh, that was for half a year, I think. Maybe less than that. Unpaid. Because <laughs> the thing is, so I looked it up. So I have two thoughts to contribute. One, this is very fascinating to me because North American noun, right? Our good uh, invasive sis Google is telling me uh, an extern is a person working in but not living in an institution, such as a non-resident doctor or other worker in a hospital. And I think hmm. the reason they used it was because y'all were in residence at the at the culinary school, and so you lived at the culinary school. So the externship was outside of that, like you know, because so you I were was not. Close. Yeah, well, I you were, yeah, but I, it's just interesting because the the other version so there's the verb which is to exile or not to exile to banish um but the noun the second noun is an a strictly enclosed order of nuns a sister who does not live exclusively within the enclosure and goes on outside errands so this makes me feel better because like who uses i who uses the term extern and it wasn't and not you i'm not judging you but like i'm just like girl what is an extern like what is and and ultimately why were they not paying you because you were doing whether you were just cutting the carrots or just prepping the garlic or whatever um no he i i mean okay yes he 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 it was i worked with a bunch of white people Aside mm-hmm. from the, fortunately, the dishwashers and the prep cooks, who were amazing. I was super close with them. Um, and in other Napa, people, too. Which uh, my mother taught me means no African people allowed. Yeah, that's what I was told as well. Uh, <laughs> there are not very many Black people there. <laughs> yeah, I actually got mistaken for the one other Black chick that was out there once. Uh, you know, probably I never nothing met. alike, right? No, I, I think I saw her one time. Yeah, I walked into a bar and he was like, oh, don't be rowdy like last time. And I'm like, I've never been here before. <laughs> I mean, I did used to drink a lot, but I don't recall being ever being rowdy. I've never been an angry drunk. We love that for you. But uh, yeah, no, he he, you know, said, yeah, I would love to have you to be an extern, but I, I can't pay you. He didn't he didn't have a position for me, basically. Mm. however there were a couple catering events that he did mm-hmm. uh where i did get paid and mm. one of them i actually did an event for um who are they called again uh the Mondavi 
winery or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he was really good friends with them, and I just remember like going there to go help prep. And it was just me and him and one other guy uh, that worked at a notary also. And uh, there wasn't really much to do. And I just remember, like, I don't remember who, what, like, it, it was, it was, I think he was the older guy, like, came over to me and he's like, oh, can I get you a soda or something? And I'm like, oh, I mean, I, I think I'm okay. I'll get you a soda. You know, he got me a soda. And then he's like, yeah, well, you know, the party's not going to happen for a while, you know? And I was looking at the pool because it was one of those cool looking pools where the water was like going like like there's a waterfall at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, is that an infinity pool? I think, I think that's, that's what it's it. called. Yeah. 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 So I was like, I think I was just looking over there and he's like, oh, well, I mean, you could take a swim if you want. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 funny. He's like, no, I'm serious. We have swimsuits. You can do it. You know, you you we have plenty of time before the. The thing, and it was, it wasn't just him being creepy. There's another woman there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just laugh because your black ass doesn't know how to swim. I know, <laughs> but I didn't tell them that. Yeah. Of course. I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm just here to work. Or whatever. They're like super sweet to me. Like, and then I remember like, cause we were just walking around in their house. Like, yeah. and it was a fat ass house. Yeah. And I just remember um, this, this, the, the woman, she was like, cause I don't remember their names. They were all Mondavis. They're all rich white people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they definitely was... don't remember your name, girl. <laughs> so <laughs> it goes both ways. Well, I was the one of two black people in the in Napa. So there had been times where I've been walking around and they saw me and they, oh, there's another story I could tell about this event, but I won't because it's really embarrassing. Let's just oh. say they gave me some uh, champagne and that shit got in my system real quick and I got a little silly um <laughs> get silly get silly wow. no i did i did gundam style <gasps> wow yeah yeah during wow. the events ashley's yeah. ashley's not someone who like she will dance when she's out but she's not someone who's like i gotta dance so for her to get uh champagne there's a there's a word associated with champagne and like tipsy isn't it like like there's like a wine drunk. Anyways, for her to get champagne <laughs> tipsy and then to do Gangnam style is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In front of my Cute. boss and these people I've never met all white. <laughs> you know, it happens. It happens. Uh, they were very sweet to me, though. And the time that I ran into them again and they remembered me, they're also very sweet to me. So um, I just always thought it was funny that they just were like, yeah, we have swimsuits. Do you want to go ahead and swim? Well, okay, Ashley. So in Euphoria, <laughs> she is the only black girl on the show. And that's been a critique of mine from the beginning. They eventually added like another black girl um, in the second season, but she's a very minor role. Like she plays like a stage manager and she has this little voice. She's very excited, but she's like, okay, places. Um, but she, she um, in the show, they have hella, like not all the parents have money, but a lot of them do. And some of the people like, Maddie babysits for this one person. They have this amazing house. And at one point, there's a chase scene in the second season, the season that's airing now. And she was dropping into all these backyards. And it's supposed to be set now, but it like gives you a lot of retro vibes. It gives you like 80s vibes. Um, but 80s isn't really, I guess 80s is retro. Anyway, 
she keeps jumping into these backyards and doing all this stuff. Ruta is the main character. And they all had like pools. And I was like, where are they? Like they got money. And so when you say, when you say, you know, I, when you, when you say they're like, yeah, we have bathing suits. The wild thing about, and I can only really speak to white people with money. Cause I don't know any black moneyed people I know do not come from like money they like are new newer money and like have only been making money like that for the last few years I don't know like black like upper middle class people like that right but I have met and been in the houses of white upper middle class people professors whatever people who make a lot of money um and every time, girl, they got everything. Their guest bathroom has like expensive products. They have multiple bathing suits in different colors and sizes. They have guest towels. They have, they're like, oh yeah, you want to spend the night? We have a guest bedroom uh, on this floor and another one on that floor. That is just like, no one sleeps in. It's literally just a guest bedroom. And I'm just like, like, and we grew up, we grew up luckily having our own, our own bedrooms, you know, for the most part, uh, except for me and Tommy shared. And one well, part- me and Wesley shared. Also. Yeah. But like we we were lucky in that most much of our lives we had our own you know we had oh, our yeah. own bedrooms and so yeah. we didn't we did not grow up without we didn't grow up wanting for a lot uh, and rich people just have it on another level like I just like it's just I can't I have here's I, what I, can't I have understand. for you here's what I have for you okay so living room is over there I'm gonna move this couch and this ottoman uh-huh. and I have an inflatable bed for you. Mm-hmm. That is the guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. This is where this yes. is where the guests sleep. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I have a one bedroom, and and you have slept on my floor. And my I moved the couch. I moved my uh. I well, you don't sleep on the floor. Um, you slept on the air mattress. But I moved the couch, and then I moved the table, and that's where you go, you know. And I make it cute. We make it. Oh, real you cute. you make it real cute. And I accommodate you. I got you. I got you on snacks and stuff. Um, but I, it is not. It is not like that's just wild to me, Ashley, because you have that much expendable income mm-hmm. and care that much for your guests or the appearance of caring for them that you have literally extra bathing suits that someone could wear. It's not just like, oh, I got an extra T-shirt. Like, yeah, no, like straight suit. up like like and I, I think I made a joke or something about how, oh, honestly, I'm pretty small. Nothing fits me. No, we have your size. Dead serious. That's wild because Ashley at that point was probably a small, sometimes extra, uh, extra small in a bathing suit would be too small, I think, because you got a little booty. It, yeah, it depends on the fit, honestly. But yeah. small, sometimes medium. It just depends. But You're right, right, because of the booty, it, it it does end up having to be a small. Yeah, for sure. But Ashley's small, like she's and she's been small. Um, and not. Yeah, that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tiny little little person. I mean, I've gained weight since I've gotten older. <laughs> but by gained weight it's literally like 10 pounds <laughs> how, tall, how tall are you i am five two five two okay um i got short people problems <laughs> so do i but i'm five seven so it's different five six and three quarters the last time i officially measured but i round up because why not you know i mean um, i got really good when i worked in kitchens of just grabbing tongs yeah jumping up and grabbing it yeah, I was real good at that. <laughs> you remember when we were kids and we would get up, you know, we couldn't reach something, so we'd get up on the, like, counter and get it, you know? Yeah, like, we would climb up onto the counter, which was probably the most dangerous thing we should be doing as children. <laughs> and I just realized that mom probably never knew we did that, because if she did, oh, she, yeah, would she would have been shocked. She would have been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we okay, did a lot so- of things. 
listen, listen, our parents worked. They're at work and we had school. And then when, when we were 16, we started working too. But before that, we didn't, after our homework was done, you know, we had to eat. Oh, um, so I have one more um, Doug note. Oh yeah, I got a few. Oh, Get okay. Okay, yeah. well, this is, this is the last one I have. So yes. I looked at the, um, so the episode was over. So I went to menu or whatever because I didn't want it to play the next episode. Yeah. And, you know, I looked at the description and it said, Douglas Yancey funny. Douglas Yancey. And that's with a Y. That's right. Funny. And if funny is actually spelled F-U-N-N-I-E. That's right. That is his full name, Yancey. What the fuck is a Yancey? Girl, I couldn't tell you, but I kind of like it. Um, <laughs> I could it. I, I, I don't know. Yancey makes me think of two things. It makes me think of Clancy, like Tom Clancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also makes me think of like some Jewish nicknames, you know? So like, I'm not sure if maybe that was... And shit, that would that would track, right? Um, because one of the things that has made when white people are racist to other white people, one of the reasons they, you know, like they do it is like ethnic, uh, ethnic groups. Um, so specifically Jewish people who are supposed to be ethnically Jewish, not just religiously Jewish, also are known to have bigger noses. So maybe, maybe he's Jewish, you know what I mean? And maybe this was, or the creator is, I don't know. Um, maybe, but- I don't. But yeah, like when people, when people, even nowadays, when white people get made fun of by other white people, especially like alt-right white people, it, anti-Semitism is is one of the biggest things. Um, but Yancey, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what a Yancey is. It sounds like a family name. Um, like Mosquito? But, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but I don't know where, that's such an interesting name, Yancey um i don't know very many names that start with y you know like i just wow but yeah i love it uh in in the grad school world a dyf is a dissertation year fellowship and and yeah yolanda in the doug world it is douglas yancey funny um yvette yvette yeah um I'm so sorry. We don't have to keep thinking why names. That you can keep thinking it while I talk. There aren't that many more, I don't think. But um, I gave a shout out to my girl Chris uh, in in New York. Um, she and I want to give another one because we were talking about it. Do you think Ashley? So for the listeners, BB uh, is the character. She was the one who had the in the last episode. She had the the thing proving her dad's proving that the trees were more waste or more bad for the environment than her dad's company. Um, and so she has purple, she's purple. And then she has pink hair. What race do you think um, BB is Ashley? I thought we agreed that she's black. Okay. I couldn't remember if we agreed on air. Yeah, she is. So she's black. Um, and Chris and our Chris was listening and she texted me and she was like, she was like, yeah, I also, she was like, in my humble opinion, BB's black. I was like, oh no, we agree. I was like, we just haven't got, like, I don't think we talked about it. Um, yeah. Or maybe we do an episode two. I don't remember for sure. I think we touched on it for a hot second. Yes. So that was one of my notes. Um, BB, you know, being these colors we loved. Um, and then the thing we didn't, I, in my summary, I, I, I didn't, I, 
skipped over. Um, one of the ways that Doug tries to get out of the photo outside of disguising himself is by Skeeter's suggestion, which is, uh, and it wasn't like on purpose. He's like, unless you get sick. And so if you don't get sick, oh, yeah, if you're the- not there for picture day, there aren't, eventually there were makeup picture days, um, but they were not like, they try to get all them kids done in one day. Um, and so then he went to the That was nurse. a whole industry. <laughs> Yes, he went to the nurse and then the nurse was like, you got turkey pox, kangaroo flu. And then at one point, or I think he made up, I think he made up turkey pox and kangaroo flu. And then he says that he had an allergic reaction to beets. And the nurse was not having it because this is a beet nation. This is a beet town. This is the, the beets are in the streets. So, um yeah, that was that was one of my notes. Um, it was, and I do remember going to the nurse's office. Um, I don't, I never faked being sick, but I do remember going sometimes where I was like, I don't know if I'm sick, but I'm gonna go, you know. Um, so that's that's that. Uh, do you have a thought on that before I continue? Um, no, I just remembered something about the nose thing that I wrote. Would you write? I'll I'll just put this out here. <laughs> Talking about dicks? Question mark. When. When uh, Doug t- talks to Patty, yeah, and he doesn't mention that he's talking about his nose, oh. and he's like, "Well, what if you have a big, uh, and maybe it's just not an average-sized, uh, and <laughs> I truly, you know, I truly, and I, I, I think about sex a lot, but I did not even ever think about that while watching it. That's I have so a, funny. I, I just like I have a dirty mind. I just sex I don't is even think it's on my mind. Dirty because the thing but is, but the way. If, yeah, I didn't even think about it. But so he was asking, you know, it was funny. Patty was in her gym uniform because she yeah. was at, at you know, because kids have different classes at different times. So she's in gym and then he is in. Um, I actually don't know what he was in. I guess he was at his lunch because the, the nigga was just walking around. <laughs> I think it was after he got out of the. um Oh, the nurse's office. Nurse's office, I think. So then Patty's, you know, he's he's asking for a friend. He's doing the classic. But then what this woman says to him, this girl, she says, I think your nose gives you character. Yes, true character. You're one of a kind. And then there's heaven sounds. And what I liked about this was because she was, it was very kind. She was like, it was, it was truthful, right? Because even if she didn't like the nose, it does give him character. That's a fact. And, but I, um, I, <laughs> There's a TikTok I saw and it broke me because it was it was um, it was a woman. And she was like, when when a girl comes up to me because she finds out I'm into women, but she's facially challenged. And actually, what's facially challenged, facially challenged, like and having I, a having ugly. a difficulty. Ugly. No, being ugly, girl. Oh. And, that's what, and that's what I put on my story. I was like, I put this, the, 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 the Instagram and I was like, just call me ugly. That's so disrespectful to call me facially challenged. And, you know, and so, so when she was saying it gives you character, that could be interpreted as like, yeah, you know, I, be ugly and proud like SpongeBob. I'm you know so what I mean? upset right now because you said facially challenged and I legit thought it was that thing that people have where they can't recognize people's faces. That's no, that makes sense. There's there's a name for that, but that makes sense. Yes. No, this is. Yeah. So So they they were just throwing shade and I'm just thinking, oh, that's sad that they have this condition. No, facially challenged. Like, yeah. So um, the other thing that I thought they did capture very well was uh, two things. They all the kids were like temporarily vision impaired from the bright lights of the photos. And I do remember that them them shits were bright. You know, you hate the noise it made. Because yeah. the uh, the camera, the light shutter was really loud. 
Yes, it was. And then they, I forgot, it like unlocked a memory, as they say, because they like really do make you pose slash pose you, you know? And I like forgot that that was like a whole thing. I remember the backdrop. You don't I remember, remember hugging the, the tree? Listen, I remember that photo. I remember that photo, but like, I forgot how much it, they're like, okay, now do this. And it's like, they're just trying to get through them kids, you know, and get their money. Um, and then the other thing, uh, I have three other uh, four other things. One was they canceled classes for photo swap day, which I laughed at. I was like, what school is canceling photos so that, I mean, that's cute. That's like social. That's actually really great, honestly. But like most schools are not going to, can if they don't cancel for snow, uh, we never had to deal with that. We're in California, but if they don't mm-hmm. cancel for snow and, and other things, right. And fucking active shooters and shit, like, you know what I mean? Like nowadays, like there's wild shit that'll happen and they will still have, if they're not canceling for fucking COVID, you know what I mean? Like, to cancel for photo day was funny to me i had the same reaction also um but then at the end doug has this cute photo they swap it with you know he swaps it with patty um and and patty gives him one um but what i really liked was at the end um dale dale who is skeeter's younger brother he said yum yum eat him up <laughs> because yeah, he, he ate all the photos ate the photos which i was like that photo paper is glossy that's not not it was just i had a lot of questions it was bad and then he also ate doug's nose a little bit bit it and so at the end of the episode this man had a nose bandage because of dale so he last time he had a cast yep this time he had a nose bandage the first time he was probably pretty worn out from finding nematodes. Um, but what I did want to highlight is that it was really cute because it showed, um, it showed, oh my God, Apple. I heard that one. <laughs> it showed, um, what do you call it? Skeeter being a responsible older brother. You know what I mean? And it reminded me of, of our childhood because I've mentioned we have a, a younger sibling who's 13 years younger than me. So 15. 11 years younger than me. Excuse me, 11 for you and then 16 for Tommy. And so uh, I was in middle school when he was born. Um, And so that meant that later, like I had a car seat in my car, you know, Mm -hmm, like, um, like it was all these things. And so it reminded me of just like us taking care, you know, helping to raise our our younger brother because there was such a a large age gap. And it was nice to see it reflected in a cartoon that, you know, not all families uh, like that. We have other responsibilities. Right. And, and so while some of us get, uh, adultified right um some of us also are just like helping our our parents and and taking care of the kids with them so it's like you know because of the age difference so it was really cute to see skeeter go pick up his little brother you know his little uh big nose big nose yum yum eat him up <laughs> it's pretty good that's actually pretty good yeah yeah that's funny that you also were really concerned about him eating all the pictures because i wrote that down as well do we need to take him to a hospital? <laughs> yeah, because eating paper, you know, paper's not good, but like kids eat paper accidentally on purpose. But but that glossy paper, like what? How did the photo paper is not? Uh-uh. Kids are weird. I saw a guy snort up uh, nose uh, uh, eraser shavings. Did you say <laughs> that you saw a guy snort up eraser shavings? The little pink when you do your eraser and then it comes off. I was in there? high school. Yeah. Yeah. What was he? It was homeroom. 
I was trying to work on homework. I always had to sit next to him. He's kind of an interesting character. And uh, he just he just erased it. And then he just like 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 he was doing a line of coke, just what like just like I'm not gonna do it in the camp in the bike, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I wonder where that came back out. Cause it had to come out somewhere. <laughs> wow. Yeah, kids are weird. The kids kids do weird when <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I was never one to try and eat paper because like I remember somebody told me you can eat the wrapper uh for um you know the bubblegum um bubblicious or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they said that you can eat that thin paper that wraps around it and I think I was like put it in my mouth and immediately spat it out because I was like no this is not something that humans should be eating Mm-mm. I don't know why you would eat this Mm-mm. I mean I get that no. it tastes like the bubblegum but like no. immediately no i don't remember that being edible all right but you I, know people be telling you stuff it might have been somebody trying to f with me to see if i'd actually eat it that's probably more likely but the other might be true also because people don't know better they may have really believed it you know yeah. at that age well depending on the age you are but yeah, i was at, pretty young yeah at that age if a, someone if an adult in your life not even just your parents if an adult or an older like cousin even if they're not an adult if you trust and respect them they say something convincingly enough you believe them you know you really do so that kid may have really believed that yeah yeah i definitely people be telling me shit and if they say it convincingly enough i'm like okay <laughs> unless it sounds really dumb <laughs> Um, unless it sounds really uh what's another word you could use sketchy Um, yeah that's yeah that's really what you're looking for yeah the problem is those the you know people because i got scammed on my student loan um i uh it was it was both It, it was the traditional hey refinance your loans with us and Mm -hmm. we get you this money or whatever right yeah it was that and they did one better i got told that i was having uh they were helping me do a court case against my uh private loans Mm -hmm. which is funny because what they were actually doing is something that real um what do you call it uh uh uh, law firms actually do Mm -hmm. they catch them on violations from um I can't think of the words. It's F something, something. But anyway, there are some regulations of how many times they can call you or what they can say to you. And if you catch them on, you know, fucking up on that, then you actually can use that in a lawsuit against them. But these people were just taking my money. But, you know, the guy on the phone that convinced me to do this, one, as Lacey Mosley says, the Despo meter was real high. Mm -hmm. And two, the guy made it sound like a cool idea. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, this sounds cool. Yeah. To be fair, I did check with dad first, but I didn't explain everything in detail to him. Yeah. So, so yeah, well, you just got to be careful who you trust and who you listen to. That's the thing, though. I, I saw a tweet recently that was, like, joking, but it was it was basically critiquing the fact that 
these loan providers give loans to 18 year olds, you know, um, and expect them to really read and understand the terms when they at most, right, for most of us have been working for two years max, and many of them have never worked. And when we did work, it's like minimum wage jobs. Um, so we don't really understand it. And, and they, you know, they bank on that, um, unfortunately. So it's, it's really, it's really sad, because uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, you're 18, and you can't drink, which, you know, shout out to not drinking, because it is, it is a poison. Um, but you can't drink until you're 21. But you can serve in the military, you can get a loan, you can open a line of credit. And also, before you can even open a line of credit, you can sell lines of credit to people, because any retail job, they're always like, yeah, okay, you have to get a certain amount of credit cards. I, I mean, it, it may be different now. But when I worked at all the clothing retailers I worked at, when I worked at Target, you know, we were supposed to really try to get people to get these cards which are revolving credit and technically they can help you build credit but they're not the same as you getting you know what i mean like a, a a visa from your bank getting a visa from target and getting well target's pretty well respected at this point but getting a visa from pac sun where i worked you know it, it's not it's not that girl Let's see pac sun anchor blue tommy hilfiger mm-hmm. uh what was the other one you did I can't remember because you worked at because because Anthony at one point I guess I think every one of us in our family has has had like three jobs at one time at some point in our lives and mm-hmm. Anthony was like working in the mall mm-hmm. like three different stores in the same mall mm-hmm. just revolving around it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was PacSun was my first job after Target. Um, I got a job at Target when I was 16, and then PacSun, I think I was like 17. Um, and then I got a job at Anchor Blue where I just was seasonal. They only kept me for a season. Um, and then I got a job at Hollister, but I was only That's there for what it was. I was only but that was the one I was only there for a month because I hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and didn't even own anything Hollister, because uh, like technically they, they force you to, to buy it, you know, it just has to like not be branded. Um, and then uh, eventually where I was, the only place I ended up later was American Eagle. That's what it was. Now, American Eagle, mm, girl, uh, we won't get too deep into it, but that was a wild place because at one, there are two Wait, things I that happened. I think happen- I remember this. Well, I'll tell you the the lighter one first and then the heavier one second. So the lighter one is that I uh, one day I ripped my jeans at work, which like they, the je- American Eagle, especially at the time, this is like 2006, probably um, th- ripped jeans were the thing. So it was actually pretty common to like if you already have rips, it's not uncommon to get them ripped. But then also, I think I was climbing a ladder um, and I have although I'm smaller, I have thicker thighs. Um, and when I started wearing uh, jeans that actually fit uh, thicker thighs, they'd be rubbing together and shit happens. Right. So I ripped and uh, I was waiting till the end of the shift because I like was really hoping at the time, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like anti-capitalist at the time. Um, but I was hoping just from like a, a, you know, a kid's perspective that they would replace my jeans. What I ended up doing is I went to the stock room and they all knew everyone working knew. I got, went into the stock room, got a new pair of jeans, and then I continued working. Right. Cause it, it made more sense to do that than to go home and get another pair of jeans. Um, but I was hoping that they would like comp them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm at work, my jeans ripped. We make jeans like girl, I shouldn't have to pay for these. Anyway, I ended up having to pay for them. I paid for them. And American Eagle jeans at the time were like $50, which oh, like, no. 
Yeah, it was a lot of money, like $50 then. Um, yeah, that's a lot of money. It was a lot of money. Um, and I think if you bought two, they'd be two for like 80 or something. Like it would go to anyways. Um, but but the months later when I ended up quitting, um, I came or I, I quit. And then months after I quit, I came in one time um, and or it was like when I was quitting, it was sometime around that time. And I remember this white girl, she was like, she's like, oh, I thought you got fired for stealing jeans. And I was like, excuse me? Because right. like I one, I paid for those jeans Two, keep my fucking name out your mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just was some wild ass shit. But the second thing that happened, um, I had a horrible, uh, horrible set of managers. Second thing that happened is a tall mixed race, like Asian and white man threw a fucking noose at me one time. Yeah, I remember And that. like, that is when I learned, I didn't get words for it till later, but that is when I learned that uh, you can have fight or flight, but you can also have freeze or fawn. Right. And I froze. Like I didn't, what do you do when you're fucking manager at the end of the shift? Right. Customers aren't there. Um, we had been doing a floor set, which is when you change the the windows, the window dressing and all that. And you change the mannequins and you do, do a bunch of different stuff. And he grabbed, it was like a nautical one. Right. So it was, it was ocean water themed. And then he grabbed the fucking he Like, so it wasn't just like a, Oh, I'm just making this. Like it was a deliberate thing. And it wasn't uh, my feelings that the intention is he really like one, he's really racist Two, He thought it, he honestly thought it was funny. And three, it wasn't like a violent, it wasn't like, I'm going to noose you nigger, you know, but it was like, it fucking might as well have been. Right. And I remember there's like a biracial black girl there who I worked with, um, and I don't remember if she actually identified as black, but you know, she's a black girl, but she was giving me shit about it later or something. She was like, why didn't you say anything or something? Or she made a joke in the moment. I forget, but I ended up writing a statement that night to HR. This man didn't end up getting fired uh, until months later. And he didn't get fired for that. He got fired because he was stealing from the register. Like when, when we would close, yeah. uh, the manager would count the money and make sure it's all right. And then the, uh, the assistant manager or lead or whoever, you know, would like verify that that's the amount. And so I was one of the ones who would verify it. Right. And so when he, when he got caught stealing, I was like, Oh, Oh, he must have like, he told me this number, which is the number I got. Right. So he, he changed the numbers before that or after that, so that it was, you know, like, so that he could do what he had to do. Well, um, yeah, because he could the, just pocket some of the money and then just leave that and tell you that's what's in it. Right. Exactly. You, but which you is have, not very stealthy at all. Yeah. He'd have to like do returns or make sure like he'd have to do stuff throughout the day. Um, because then at the end of the night, you drop the money into a deposit in the bank, you know, in the mall. Um, but yeah, it was, it was some wild ass shit. I ended up writing a poem about it years later. Um, and I don't remember how I, like, we had a prompt, um, but I was at Berkeley and I was taking poetry, uh, to the people, poetry for the people, poetry for, I forget, but it it was based on poetry for the people was, yeah, for, um, was based on June Jordan and, uh, Aya de Leon taught it and it was really dope. Um, and mm. I, that was the poem I performed. It's online. Um, and I called it over empathy because the thing that got me Ashley, and, and I don't know if you remember this, but I like, didn't want to like report it or didn't want to get him in trouble. I was like, so concerned. Cause he had a baby on the way. You know what I mean? I was like, he's got this wife. They got a baby on the way. I don't want him to lose his job. So even though this fucking man threw a noose at me, this is not how I think now. Right. But yeah. he had it threw a noose at me. I was so, I can look at it now. I was not caring enough for myself I was not loving myself enough that I'm worried about this man I don't I didn't know before he worked there and his baby on the way well he could get a job he gonna be fine right Right. um but he really like and I forget what he said I wrote it in the poem but he really he thought that 
that man really thought it was funny. And it wasn't just like, I remember, you know, there's some people who are like, you should have beat his ass. You should have hit him. Da, 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 da. Those are all valid. But also like one, I was thinking about my job Two, I was pretty small at this time. Like I was, you know, I might've been, you were like, a, yeah, I was like 17, something like that, you know? And, uh, and I was also non, I was, I mean, I, I would get very mad, but I was not a fighter, you know what I mean? And I was like literally small. Like I was, I hadn't done any weight training or anything. So at the time I was probably like 115, you know what I mean? Like, like I was small and maybe five, seven, maybe I was five, six, maybe I was five, five. I don't know at the time, but anyways, this man was probably a good six, two and like 280, you know what I mean? So it wasn't also like, I would have had to like jump and punch him. You know what I mean? Like it would, I would have had to like surprise attack him kind of thing. Like, because I was not a fighter, like it would have been a lot like his center of gravity was anyways. So it, like, I, but I was thinking about my job and I froze in the moment because I just was so shocked that this fucking man threw a fucking noose at me. You know what I, I mean? probably would have the same reaction because I mean, one, yeah, you, no one's expecting that. I mean, like, you know, I, I guess you don't really necessarily expect it, but you wouldn't be as surprised if you just said nigger. Yeah. Like you, you would kind of you kind of would would be able to just kind of react to that. But him being so specific and throwing a fucking noose at you is so beyond the pale. Yeah. Like I totally would have had the exact same reaction that you had because how do you react to that girl because this isn't some dude that you know you walk past on the street or you saw on the subway or some shit this is your boss and you're at work store manager too like so you know you have like managers or leads but this is a store manager so then i have to go to like district or corporate you know and Mm -hmm. they're they don't you never talk to them so it was it was some wild ass shit um and i remember feeling a lot of shame actually that i didn't like punch him or do something more in the moment and then I recognized later like no I was a kid and I was experiencing racial violence you know what I mean like yeah. and and not not that just saying nigger is, is not it, not saying not to downplay that because any racial shit you know any racial violence sucks uh it was but it was the specificity of like there was rope from this fucking you know i mean floor set and then you you using your fucking boy scout skills you know what i mean made a noose you know like and threw it at me and made a joke about it like it's just like it was just so shocking that like at the time it, i now i would not be surprised by somebody doing something like that partially because that happened in my life but also because i know the history of this country and how fucked up it is but like and specifically like the way white people have been fucked up to black people and how it was, you know, it was only the 1960s that desegregation happened and it wasn't integration, but desegregation. And up Mm -hmm. until that point, I I made a comment about actually not knowing how to swim. I recently started learning up until that point. And even after they would throw chemicals into the pools, if black people got in pools and sometimes not just at a, a public pool where, um we could be right but at pools where uh like that would be our own pool so they would literally throw chemicals into the water and that's just some of the things that they did right Mm -hmm. and a lot of people there have been tweets and and things i've seen tiktoks that are reminding people the people in the photo with ruby bridges and they're like go home nigger this this and that Mm -hmm. uh ruby bridges was the first girl i remember But Ruby, I want to say still alive, but two, those white people are still alive. And those are people's parents and grandparents, you know what I mean? And and sometimes great, great, depending on when they start having kids. So people be like, oh yeah, that was that long. It was so long. No girl, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Like what is that? A couple generations ago? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not, see, the thing is, is like, 
the whole thing, the reason why that guy did it was, yeah, he's a racist and shit, right? But it's yeah. because he's just like, oh, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's really, it's funny. Yeah. I don't know why you're making a big deal out of it. It's funny. Yep. And that's the problem with people is, that's why they're all like, oh, yeah, you know, kids these days are too sensitive and stuff. You know, they need to toughen up this, that, and the other. And it's just more about recognizing that some shit really isn't funny. Yep. And maybe that shit is funny to you but it isn't funny to someone else or to a lot of someone's. Yep. Um, and I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, it, it, it goes back to what you're saying. People think it's a long time ago. People think, Oh, Hey, we had black president. We're past all that bullshit. Why are you being so, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why, why are you being, why are you being like this? Yeah. Why are you being so sensitive? Yeah. And it's just like, it's frustrating. It's just really, really irritating to see people. And I mean, yeah. Okay. Like I w it wouldn't surprise me at all that that happened to you. What over a decade ago, right? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise yep. me at all to see that happen again now today. Oh, absolutely. And I don't mean absolutely. like, Oh, in the South or some, sh- no, no, I mean that happened in California That's and right. I can see it happening in California again. In the oh, year yeah. of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> This hoe is not religious. She said the year of our Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's the thing is like people, you know, and as lifelong, uh, well, we haven't always lived here, but for the most part, we've been here most of the time. So like, you know, raised in California, we know how how racist people are out here. But a lot of people, you know, um, and back in the Great Migration, a lot of people did not think the North would be this racist, but it is. And that also means there's also a lot of, uppity uh black folk and other folk who are aspiring to whiteness right and who want to join these social circles and 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 continue this stuff it it's a good reminder in in um what was it in um jordan peele's first film what was that um get out get out so and get out at the you remember the auction scene so it's the Mm -hmm. black man on the auction block literally so um and they're auctioning for his body and all of this at one point there was a a, a asian man i believe specifically japanese american and i think i I don't know how much jordan thought about that but the inclusion of someone of color right there was important because it's not just white people who are anti-black and who are um doing these things it's also other people of color you know um which yeah, it's just it's a trip. It's really a trip because and this this was a man who he was a uh, he was visibly Asian. You know what I mean? So like he wasn't he was he was white and Asian, but he was visibly Asian. So it's not even like he could just be like, oh yeah, I'm a white man, you know, and hide behind that. He was also dealing with whatever bullshit he had to deal with for being an Asian man. But you know, why not pick on the nigger? It's funny, you know. Well, like, you know, also too is it's crazy to see people like that that there's no way that they could pass, right? Mm-hmm. But they still feel the way they do. There's this, um, this gentleman that I used to see every like couple weeks because I pick up my medication from the same store. Yeah, And um, he had a little stand there for like donations and stuff like that. I won't get too much detail. Really nice guy. Uh, super dark skin, you know, full lips. Um, yeah. You know, he, he was... Uh, had to be at least in his like 70s you know but he's still mm. looking good he's still looking good looking guy yeah and i remember i talked to him had a whole long ass discussion about a lot of things yeah um he was telling me about his life basically and um this dude 
he lived in the South and saw people being lynched, you know, like he, he experienced that. He saw all these things, but tell me why he said he supported Trump. <gasps> Did he tell you his reasons? Yes. I'm always so fa- Tell me his yes. reasons. I'm always so fascinated. All right. So number one, and we kind of like stepped over this real quick. Cause I was like, yeah, okay, whatever was uh, we got to stop killing black babies. So that was number one. And then number two, the main one was he was saying that, you know, immigrants from Mexico were taking jobs that originally for um, black Americans during the great migration that were taking those service industry jobs. Oh, God. So that was what he was saying. And he was saying that Trump would stop both of those things. And I was just like, I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. Why would you do this? Like, because because he I'm trying to remember if he told me about his life. No, he told me. He supported Trump and then he told me about his life and it made like no sense, made no sense. This guy was a musician. He was a drummer. He said he played. I mean, he might have been talking bullshit, but he had pictures and I believed him. Why would he lie about this? He said he like um, uh, worked with like James Brown and stuff like because he was a drummer. He was a musician. Yeah. Yeah. So like he did a bunch of stuff like that. And I forgot his name. Um. Uh, obviously i wouldn't say it here but just to look up like what he was in really nice guy like i would stop by and talk to him all the time you know Um, and it just was like so disappointing the thing is and and we need to we need to wrap this one up um but this is a really good thought there is a lot more conservatism in in the black community and black people than than we sometimes talk about. I think we we often in ourselves recognize it, um, and we see it in respectability politics, and we see it in you know a lot of different things. But um, but it's it's just wild to me because what can happen is you're you're searching for approval from white people, and even when you're not searching for for approval, you're you're trying to fit in, right? And so then that means also buying into their rhetoric, like. Mexicans are stealing our jobs, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know what I mean? Or that abortion is uh, black women have more abortions and that they're killing black babies and all like horrible shit. You know what I mean? Um, which is wild because anybody who's anti-abortion, um, they say pro-life, but really anti-abortion. Anyone who's anti-abortion is usually not donating, caring for children once they're born. So you're saying this woman or this person cannot have the, or cannot have an abortion. They have to have their child, whether it's the product of uh, consensual sex or rape. And then you're saying like, oh, yeah, you know, but I'm I'm not actually going to support that child. You know, like it's just yeah. wild to me because that person has to live with it. Anyways, my point, though, is that I have met some Black Trump supporters, um, like I was doing some canvassing stuff one time um, for a job, but but um, I had never met anyone that old, you know, like in their yeah. 70s. So it's wild to me that he can tell you about watching Black people be lynched, right, by white people. And then they would send postcards sometimes. They're still online. You can yep. find them, um, of them smiling at a fucking lynching, right? And then you still think Trump has got your back? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just wild how we buy into these things. And really, the root of it is, is capitalism, right? Because, like, he's concerned about the jobs, right? And he's concerned about these, these people and all these things. And really, it's because, like, he's concerned about his own place. And there's insecurity about his own place and, and all of this. And there's not room enough for all of us, which is bullshit, right? So it's it's just a trip that capitalism really... It, capitalism, anti-Blackness, and... and 
you know, settler colonialism, anti-indigeneity, those things are like at the core of most things, you know, patriarchy. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a trip to, to trace it back. Cause it's like, bruh, Trump is not thinking about your ass. Trump no. is not. Or if no. he is, he's thinking, oh, how can I get these people to vote for me? You know what I mean? Even though I'm not going to actually do shit for them, <laughs> you know? So, and, and part of it too, is people got really disillusioned after Obama. Right. And so then we had this black president, but things didn't go exactly how they wanted. And so then some people swung the other way, you know, but there's a lot of Democrats and moderates and conservatives who are black. You know what I mean? Across I mean, no, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. I, I know plenty of conservative black people that i've met over the time i i i get they're conservatives they that yeah yeah yeah. i get it it was just the trump supporters specifically Specifically. that that threw me yeah yeah the girlies were out there they were out there what is the there was like a a a tiktok it was like look at my fellow african-american or he said something he said some weird shit like he was like look at my african-american and it was (sighs) anyways coons um (laughs) coons um (laughs) with that uh do you have any closing thoughts on um on anything anything any closing thoughts well i think we've both decided that we're going to go ahead and move on to something else um maybe one day we'll come back to doug uh and you know relive these wonderful memories we have of him being a big-nosed child (laughs) yes that sends women and children screaming away from the cradle yes uh but yeah i i enjoyed my time watching doug i highly recommend that people if you got the resources to just kind of go back and watch some of this stuff because i know for me it just brings back memories good memories of my childhood Mm -hmm. so i think uh, i'll close with that um i will say that this is our third episode um and one of the things we don't currently have, like I just be posting on my social media. We don't have an Instagram or anything. And I don't know if we'll create one uh, or a Twitter, but we do have an email, ondpodcast at gmail.com. That's for old and dusty, but old and dusty. O as in Olympic, N as in Nancy, not Yancey, and D as in Dale. Uh, <laughs> ondpodcast at gmail.com. So if you're listening and you want to say anything to us, uh, you have recommendations for what we should watch. Um, you want to compliment us, feel free. Um, and like I said, we're doing this for fun. But uh, if you rate us and if you subscribe, that can get our podcast to more people. Um, so if you have someone in your life who you think would benefit from the conversations that go all over the place, but do have the wisdom of two uh, two siblings who have lived similar and very different lives, then you know what I mean? Uh, tune in. So, so I we haven't asked to like like and subscribe or rate and subscribe, but but I'm asking now because uh, if you made it to the end of the podcast, then you like it. It only takes a second. You don't actually have to write a comment. You can just be like however many stars. Now, if you don't like the podcast, you don't have to rate or subscribe. You could just leave it. Yeah, you could just, just don't. Just, just don't. don't. I want to hear don't. about focal fry. None of that. <laughs> I want to hear that the female host has too many opinions. Oh my God. I don't want to hear none of that. If we if we attract any of those viewers, oh my God. <laughs> Listeners. Oh God. What would I don't anyway? Okay. Um without with that, um, we'll 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 sign off. Um, shout out to the house of libretto as always. Um hopefully you feel more young and pruned.
I know less, I do. Less old and dusty because. Oh, I, yeah. Same. All right. Peace. Peace. Shot the place we gonna have a good time at. No.